It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Experience appears to be the word of the offseason so far for the Washington Commanders and how that could impact the view on the quarterback position. That and more coming up on today's Mock Draft Monday episode of Locked On Commanders. Your daily podcast on the Washington Commanders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And welcome into this episode of Locked On Commanders, your daily podcast covering the Washington Commanders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks so much for making Locked On Commanders your first listen of the day every day. Don't forget that you can subscribe for free on YouTube or wherever you're getting this podcast. And you can continue this conversation with me by becoming a Locked On Commanders insider. Go to joinsubtext.com slash Locked On Commanders and sign up today to be an insider. You'll get news analysis, one-on-one conversations with me via text message, no hashtags, no apps, no filters. All you need to do is subscribe to get bonus content like weekly command huddles, uh, insider exclusive mailbag episodes, live texts from practices, games, press conferences, events. We were texting during the Super Bowl, all of that uh, going on over there. So lots of cool stuff coming up, lots of cool stuff going on. Join subtext.com slash locked on commanders to become a locked on commanders insider Today, I am David Harrison, credential member of the media covering the Washington Commanders for CommanderCountry.com, a part of Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation. I'm here with you every Monday through Friday, along with our everydayers. And as always, everydayers greatly appreciate your continued support for the program. This episode is brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL. Use the promo code locked on NFL, all lowercase, to get a first deposit match up to $100 on today's episode. We are looking at the latest mock draft from the athletic and it's mock draft Monday. So we've got some missions from insiders and more, but first if experience is the word of the off season so far, which to me, it certainly looks like uh, then Justin Fields and Sam Howell should both be in play for the commander's quarterback job this off season. So we introduced this conversation about Justin Fields to the program on Friday. It's not the first time it's been had, not the first time you've probably seen it uh, in and around the internet, but on this show specifically, first time we really addressed it was Friday. And we tried to, we tried to seek out answering three different types of questions, right? One, should the commanders consider trading for Justin Fields Two, what is the compensation? If they do three, is there a way to turn the bears into buyers instead of the commanders turning into buyers? And that's really how I approached a special mock draft Friday that we did there on Friday. This is where I really kind of chimed in on the conversation, not to say that I advocate for this approach, but really to do a what if exercise. Because that's really at the end of the day, what are mock drafts for? They're exercises in what if. What if the Bears don't take Caleb Williams? We'll talk about that. What if the Bears want to trade for number two? We talked about that. So we're going to talk about a lot of different variations uh, during this offseason. And honestly, after going through this and playing out the examples, talking to Lauren Cox of Locked On Bears, talking to some other people. It really looks like in this in this situation for number two for the Washington Commanders, the commanders are in a buyer's market. So being the buyer is really the smart decision here. Trading straight up for Justin Fields seems to be the best answer versus trying to get the Bears to buy for number two. So now you're selling number two and put Fields in the package that would get you number two. So to me, what would it now you have to move on to the next question? So we've solidified that it seems to be a better option for the Washington Commanders to trade for Justin Fields straight up and then perhaps sell 
the number two pick. So first and foremost, you're buying a little bit, selling a lot of it. And it's it's sounding from uh, Albert Breer's impression, from Adam Sheffield's impression. It sounds like the Bears are going to want at least a second round pick straight up for Justin Fields. And the the option seems very obvious, right? You, you just so happen, if you're the Washington Commanders, to be holding on to their own second round pick, pick number 40 in this year's NFL draft. So you send 40 back to them. They send Justin Fields to you. And what you've essentially done is you trade Montez Sweat to the Chicago Bears for Justin Fields. They get a pass rusher. You get a quarterback, two of the four key elements of every NFL team, right? Passer, pass rusher, playmaker, uh, pass, pass blocker, and pass defender. So five keys, sorry. And you get, you, you swap two of those uh, and you just kind of move on. So you don't lose any organic draft capital. Then it's all about the number two pick, right? What should you do with the number or number two overall pick? But before that, let's talk about Justin Fields a little bit more. Should you trade for Justin Fields? Well, just so happens, I was just on the In the Minute podcast with Tony McGee and Donna Hopkins. They also had Jason Campbell, former Washington quarterback, on the same episode that I was on. And we talked about this. We talked about the idea of bringing Justin Fields on. Honestly, it seems like all four of us are on board with the idea of bringing Justin Fields on board. And Jason specifically said, with J- with Justin Fields, you're not restarting. You're not starting over. You're just start- You're just continuing on with what you've been doing this offseason. And if you go back to Dan Quinn's introductory press conference, he was asked about rebuilding this team. And he said, this is not what I'm calling. It. I'm not calling this a rebuild. We're not rebuilding this team. And they are looking to not just rebuild this team. They're looking to reload this team with weapons and move forward. So that got me thinking of the word of the offseason during that conversation being experienced. Look at what the Washington Commanders have done so far, right? Josh Harris basically leaned on his lack of experience, brought in two advisors, one NF, one with plenty of NFL experience in Rick Spielman, one with plenty of NBA championship organization building experience in Bob Myers. And they, as a collective, then went and used all that collective experience. And they went and got Adam Peters, who has experience helping build the 49ers championship caliber uh, organization, experience building the Denver Broncos championship caliber uh, organization, and also experience from learning within the New England Patriots championship caliber caliber, uh, organization. Lots of championship experience coming out of Adam Peters. Then they go hire a head coach. Who did they hire? Not Ben Johnson, not Mike McDonald, not Anthony Weaver, not uh, Bobby Slowick. Sorry. Who they hire? The experienced guy, Dan Quinn, the guy with the experience, the guy who's been to the Super Bowl before, the guy who's learned from his experience and wants to do it better the second time around. Who did Dan Quinn hire as his defensive coordinator? Joe Witt Jr. What does he have? Experience in Dan Quinn's system. Who did he hire as offensive coordinator? Cliff Kingsbury. What does he have? Experience in the NFL as a head coach, experience in the college level uh, at a major program, helping advise an offensive scheme again. Don't want to give too much credit to Cliff for what went right and what went wrong at USC, but experience seems to be the message of the offseason, guys, and if that's the case, then Drake May and Caleb Williams, they only got two years of starting experience at the college level. If you go back to Bill Parcells' pillars of, a, of drafting a quarterback, he always required at least three years of starting experience, so if you're looking at Bill Parcells' list, Drake May and Caleb Williams aren't even going to be on it. That leaves you Jane Daniels, who has four years of starting experience in the college game, but two of them came in Arizona State, two of them came at LSU. I don't know how Bill would look at that, but also kind of feel like Bill would really not enjoy the whole transfer process. But then you look at Justin Fields. Justin Fields has five years of starting experience between the NFL and college. Sam Howell's got four years of starting experience between the NFL and college. So if you're looking for experience, Justin Fields, Sam Howell, then Jaden Daniels, and then Drake May and Kayla Williams are tied with the amount of experience that each of these guys had. So something else that Jason brought up, uh, and so do some of the insiders, 
and, and other commanders fans is getting field straight up and how that opens up your options at number two. You can take Marvin Harrison Jr. You can take the top offensive tackle. You could trade back. You could take a quarterback. You know what I mean? If you want to go Jane Daniels based on experience, you could even do that and give yourself three bites of the apple, the quarterback situation this year alone. So let's dive into this real quick mock draft. So I'm not going to put it up on the screen because I've got another one to put up on the screen in the second segment. But number 40 goes to Chicago for Justin Fields. Number two, I don't view Marvin Harrison Jr. as a generational talent. So I'm open to trading back. I'm not saying he's not good. He's definitely good, but I'm not, I'm open to trading back because if I don't see a generational talent at two, I want to see what I can get. Uh, the Cardinals come calling. They offer me number four this year, number 27 this year, and a 2025 third round pick. So that's two number ones and a third next year for number one pick this year and move back two spots. I'm taking that deal. The Arizona Cardinals move up to number two. They go get themselves Marvin Harrison Jr. At number three, New, New England Patriots, take Drake May with Marvin Harrison off the board. So at number four, let's get wild. I'm going quarterback Jaden Daniels at number four. So now we got Justin Fields. We got Jaden Daniels. We got Sam Howell. We got so many options to get this right at quarterback. It's ridiculous. And competition, iron sharpens iron. We're going to find out who really wants this job. Number 27, first round pick. Remember that. Offensive tackle Jordan Morgan out of Arizona State. So now I got a new tackle. I got a new quarterback. Both of them potentially five or six years minimum on my roster if I want them. Number 36, I'm going edge, Jonah Ellis out of Utah. Number 67, linebacker Jeremiah Trotter out of Clemson. Number 100, I'm going center, Cedric Van Pran out of Georgia. A little bit of a reach here with Cedric Van Pran, but with the comp picks coming up before my fourth round pick, there's no way he's going to be there when I come back on the clock in the fourth round. So I'm going to go ahead and reach a little bit. A-plus overall from PFF, and we're going to get a competition going for our quarterback job. Don't just put him, uh, don't just put whoever in there. Make them go earn it. I want all the three of these guys getting an even chance to try to win this job. Just do me a favor, commanders, whoever you pick, let them roll a little bit. Don't just pull them at the first sign of, tr of trouble. So that's an interesting scenario. I don't know that I would actually go quarterback. If I'm trading for Justin Fields and I've got Sam Howell, I don't know if I would actually go quarterback at number four, but you just kind of see what the, what the opportunity there with number two is if you trade for Justin Fields. What did Lock Insiders think of Justin Fields? Cut that's coming up next on today's episode of Locked On Commanders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team. Every day. Today's episode of Locked On Commanders is brought to you by Prize Picks. And Prize Picks is America's number one fantasy sports app with over 3 million members. They are the easiest and the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports because it's just you against the numbers. You pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections and then watch to see if your players deliver in on your picks. It's demon time on prize picks. You can now win up to 100 times your money with as little as four correct picks. You can turn $10 into $1,000. Demons and goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at prize picks. Squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. Prize picks even offers insurance uh, for injury so that your entire entry stay in play, even if one of your players gets injured in upcoming NBA games. So go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL. Use the code locked on NFL all lowercase for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, that promo code all lowercase locked on NFL at prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL to get a $100 first deposit match. Prize picks, pick more, pick less. It's that easy. 
We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Moving on now to today's Mock Draft Monday episode of Locked On Commanders. Thanks again for making Locked On Commanders your first listen today and every day. Every day, make sure you come back tomorrow. We're going to look at the two Super Bowl teams. First of all, congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs. We're going to look at the Chiefs and the Niners, see what kind of patterns and trends in their offseasons we can pull to see if we can get a Washington Commanders successful offseason going this year. So that's coming up tomorrow. Don't forget, Locked On has also launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with your local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. So go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. So, Commanders fans, you all came through with some great reactions to the Justin Fields discussion. And again, these are all discussions. Please, please, please do not take all of these different episodes. We're going to go down a lot of branches, a lot of what-ifs. None of them are necessarily my solidified, absolute guarantee. This is the way the Washington Commanders will or should go this early in the process. We got a lot of things to go through before we even get there. As we get closer into April and closer to the NFL draft, I will start telling you where I think they absolutely need to go in the NFL draft. Anyway, we're opening up the floor for discussion. Insider Billy steered into the idea of the Bears becoming shoppers for the number two pick, and he came away with picks number nine and 75. So that's two picks in this year's draft and a 2025 second round pick from the Chicago bears uh, along with Justin Fields and the Chicago bears get the number two overall pick in that deal. And with that trade, he brought in obviously fields, but he also went uh, two offensive tackles back to back. So completely reshuffling the bookends on the offensive line. He went and grabbed an edge rusher and Jonah Ellis out of Utah with his next pick linebacker, Jeremiah Trotter jr. Out of Clemson uh, came after that and cornerback Mike Sainer still out of Michigan, a nickelback, uh, coming in in the draft as well as guard Cooper Beebe, who we've seen uh, pop up more and more on this uh, on these mock draft scenarios. Got a question about Cooper Beebe actually coming up for the mailbag, so make sure you come back for that on Wednesday. So, what we did here with this insider trade from Billy is we turned number two into a quarterback, two tackles, a nickel, and a 2025 second round pick to go along with an, another interior offensive lineman. That's not a bad haul. Like, so that's actually, I mean, I think actually I like that a little bit better than what I was able to pull off. So good job uh, by Billy there to go ahead and do that. I think that was better than the the scenario I presented where the Bears turn into buyers for number two. And we make sure that Justin Fields is part of that package. And I'm sure that with the number two overall pick, they probably went and got themselves Marvin Harrison Jr. Insider Paul came through and he is one of the advocates for trading for Justin Fields just straight up. And then he wants to draft Marvin Harrison Jr. at number two. Asked what I think that would look like. So we we uh, went ahead and played this scenario out. So let's dive into that now. And so we trade for Justin Fields. So we give the Chicago Bears back their pick number 40. We get Justin Fields. And at number two, we take Marvin Harrison Jr., bringing us back to number 36. We got a quarterback. We got a wide receiver. So we're going offensive tackle Troy Fatanu out of Washington. He's a left tackle. Uh, again, I think this is a guy who's going to start getting a lot of first-round buzz. So I don't know that he'll actually be there at 36. But 
He was there on our mock draft uh, with PFFs. We went ahead, took advantage, and we grabbed him there. Coming back at pick 67 in the third round, we went linebacker with Edron Cooper out of Texas A&M. I do like him more than Jeremiah Trotter Jr. Typically, Jeremiah Trotter Jr. is the best off-ball linebacker available, so we go there. But in this case, Edron Cooper was available. So again, we took advantage. And then at pick number 100, we went ahead and addressed the edge position. Uh, the Washington Commanders, I, I like KJ Henry. I like Andre Jones Jr., but I don't think you can come into the season with those two guys as your top edge rusher. So Nelson Caesar out of Houston uh, joins the squad at pick number 100. We end up with a B grade for Nelson, but we get A's for Marvin Harrison Jr., Troy Fatanu, and Edger and Cooper. And overall, we land with an A minus group from PFF. So that's based off of uh, Sean's or not Sean, sorry, insider Paul's trade idea uh, and then sticking at number two to take Marvin Harrison Jr. Certainly not a bad idea for the Washington Commanders to go through. Now we turn to Sean, who actually came through on Twitter with a different trade idea idea involving trading up. So we're getting a little bit of flavor of all. We're getting the Washington Commanders trading out of two with the Bears. We're getting Sean coming through with trading for Justin Fields, sticking at number two. And now we're going to trade up to number one. And according to Sean's trade, uh, the Washington Commanders get the number one pick. They also get number 110 in this year's NFL draft. So it's a fourth round pick. But the Chicago Bears get number two, number 40, and they get a 2025 first and third round pick from the Washington Commanders. Looking at the comments on Twitter, a lot of people didn't like adding the next year's first round pick in there. I get that. The point values are certainly heavily slanted in Chicago's favor. But if the Chicago Bears are going to trade at a number one uh, to, a, to a team that's going to draft Caleb Williams, that is certainly uh, something that we've seen before. It's not going to be an even points trade. It's going to be slanted towards the team selling the number one pick. So that matches uh, what history says about that. So obviously, number one, you get Caleb Williams. And number 36, you'd come back and get offensive tackle Tyler Guyton out of Oklahoma. Then you come back at 67, you get linebacker Jeremiah Trotter Jr., number 100. I went ahead and went with Edge Marshawn Nealon out of Western Michigan. Now, PFF gave the overall draft. So you get Caleb, you get a tackle, you get a linebacker, you get an edge. So you're sprinkling your picks around your, your position groups. Uh, PFF gave it overall an A+. plus. You got an A for the trade, an A-plus for Williams, and then you got A's for Guyton, Trotter, and Nealon, uh, respectively. So... A lot of trade options idea, and, and I love these ideas. I love the submissions from all of you. Thank you to everybody who contributed or commented on YouTube. Insiders, obviously, love your, your enthusiasm and interaction. Uh, and, of course, everybody on social media who also came through and shared their thoughts. So what about draft expert Nick Baumgartner and his thoughts from The Athletic? He dropped a new three-round mock draft. So we're going to look at that from a Washington Commanders angle. Coming up next on today's episode of Locked On Commanders, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And today's episode of Locked On Commanders is brought to you by DoorDash. Kansas City Chiefs are back-to-back champs. And what a football game that was. But as usual, the commercials were a great part of the whole evening and experience as well. DoorDash went all out for game day and DoorDash stuff from all the ads to one lucky winner. That include cars, snacks, even tax software. And somehow they pulled it all off. I'm a little bummed that I didn't win. But I got to hand it to them. It was one heck of a delivery. DoorDash is the all-in-one app for your everyday needs from restaurants and groceries to flowers and gifts. So next time you're running low on dinner ideas, pet supplies, or just time, you can get so much more than you realize delivered. Didn't have a chance to hit the grocery store last weekend after all the big game commotion. Watch whatever watch party or anything party you've got coming up. Get it delivered 
with DoorDash. Football season may be over, but we're in the thick of basketball games the school year. And let's face it, winter, and nobody wants to go out during winter. I can think of a million reasons daily to order DoorDash. Hop on the app and make your day a little bit easier. Get dinner for tonight, groceries for the week, or a consolation prize for your sad friends in San Francisco. All on DoorDash. DoorDash, your door to more. Head to the DoorDash app to get everything you need delivered. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Wrapping up this Mock Draft Monday episode of Locked On Commanders, we're looking at Nick Baumgartner of The Athletic and his most recent three-round mock draft. Of course, go to The Athletic to find it if you have not already. And three rounds of mock drafting means a lot of Washington Commanders activity. No trades in this bad boy, but we do start off at number two with a quarterback, and it is Drake May out of North Carolina. I know a lot of you out there do not like the idea of taking Drake May over Jane Daniels, but time and time again, the experts are doing that, which means... Probably ain't going to happen. But Nick Baumgartner says of Drake May, quote, there's a lot of work in front of first-year GM Adam Peters, and this is a great place to start. Washington really hasn't had a consistent full-time starting quarterback present presence that's lasted more than three straight years since Mark Rippon left in 1993. May, a big-armed, big-bodied, six foot four, 230 pounds, passer, has the arm to threaten the whole field and could be the guy to stop that trend. End quote. Drake May is a really interesting uh, prospect, you know what I mean? We talk about these three quarterbacks, Caleb Williams, Drake May, Jane Daniels, and Jaden. It's it's like the Goldilocks and three bears, right? Which flavor do you like the most? Jaden Daniels, I think, clearly is the most athletic. It doesn't mean the other guys aren't athletic. It just means Jaden is the most athletic. Uh, and then I think when you look at Drake May, I think he's more of your prototypical type of quarterback, but he's got athleticism, but he's also got uh, the, the height and the presence to stand in the pocket a little bit more and kind of just go through the standard part of your offense while containing the ability uh, to extend plays and do some extra things with his legs. And then Caleb Williams, I think, is a little bit of a blend of both. He's not as athletic as Jaden Daniels, not as statuesque as Drake May, but he's certainly uh, got a combination of the two. So really it just depends on what your flavor is, what you prefer on which quarterback you like. And most of these guys are taking Drake May as the flavor for the month or for the year uh, for the Washington Commanders. Come back at number 36, Baumgartner has the Washington Commanders taking offensive of tackle Kingsley Suomatia out of BYU. Number 40, the Commanders get edge rusher Chop Robinson out of Penn State, who we spoke about last week. Or actually, no, we spoke to the insiders. Command Huddle uh, was asked on the Command Huddle this weekend about the Micah Parsons comp, and Chop Robinson is getting a little bit of Micah Parsons uh, love in the mock draft. So edge Chop Robinson could be that Swiss Army knife that Dan Quinn and Joe Witt Jr. need. For their defense, number 67, Baumgartner goes safety with Kalen Bullock out of USC. So you do get a Trojan on your team if that's what you're after. It's just not the quarterback. It's the safety. And safety is really interesting because as we've been going through these mock drafts, like I've, I've had my eye on some of these safeties, and I don't think I've pulled the trigger on a single one yet. But it's a very interesting position because you don't know what Cam Curl's status is going to be moving forward. Quan Martin certainly showed some 
uh, some some growth at the end of last season. So there's some confidence there, but also he could be moved into the slot. Uh, and then Derek Forrest is coming off of an injury ridden season, which, you know, that's always a little bit dicey and tricky. Jeremy Reeves is also coming off of an injury. So you don't know what this coaching staff thinks of him. So it's interesting because I really haven't pulled the trigger on taking a safety yet, but it's certainly a position that needs to be addressed this offseason, either by solidifying the guys you have or by adding talent through the free agency pool or the NFL draft. So an interesting pick there. And then number 100 is another position group that I've honestly been kind of neglecting in my mock drafts, but not because it's not a need, just because whenever we come up, I just kind of like these guys more than others. But tight end Cade Stouffer out of Ohio State is Baumgartner's pick at number 100. Uh, and certainly, you know, no matter what the future holds for, for Logan Thomas, I think you can look at this team and say that, you know, they need to add uh, some tight end talent, especially at the top if they can. So tight end Kate Stover, an interesting prospect out of Ohio State there at pick number 100. And that wraps up Nick Baumgartner's three-round mock draft. Again, go to The Athletic. If you want to catch all that out, go to the Inside the Minute podcast with Tony McGee and Donna Hopkins. Check out the conversation that they had. Myself, Jason Campbell, uh, that's dropping on Monday as well. So lots of stuff for you to check out today. If you need to, of course, commandercountry.com as well. Coming up tomorrow, the plan right now is to dive into the two teams that just played in the Super Bowl. Look at the trends of the Washington Commanders might be able to replicate this offseason, especially with the 49ers where Adam Peters came from. In the meantime, if you got questions or comments, throw them down in the YouTube comment section or text me directly by becoming a Locked Insider at joinsubtext.com slash LockedOnCommanders. Don't forget to check out Locked On Sports Today, the first ever 24-7 live streaming sports channel on YouTube. And as always, thank you so much for making Locked On Commanders your first listen of the day every day. Every day, or thank you for coming through on a consistent basis like you do. Until we speak again, if you're out and about, please be safe, be kind, and I'll see you next time for another episode of Locked On Commanders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.